Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with comic Bonnie Q. Harris. Bonnie Q, how the hell are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you so much for coming in. And where where can people find you to do stand-up comedy live in New York City? And where can they find you online? I'd say as far as live, I do a lot uh, in and around Manhattan. I have a two-person show with my mom (gasps) called Mommy Dearest. What the hell is that? That's the best idea. Is she she, she a stand-up? She she is a comedian. Yeah, I grew up with a comedian for a mom instead of, you know, a real mom. And you actually became a comedian. Is that rare? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Wow. It's it's so great. We just had a show last night. Uh, We do a lot of celebrity impersonations, stand-up, improv, sketch, and it's great. I love when people ask if that's my real mom. It's like, no, it's a friend. I asked to be my mom. It's I like... did a casting <laughs> call for my mother. Exactly. She looks wow. just like me. It's great. We joke around. We pull up some people from the audience. It's What are her, like, does she have celebrity impressions that are dated or can she keep exactly. improving her roster? Well, I like that she does the older people. <laughs> you know, she'll do like Joan Rivers, Joan Crawford. <sighs> Uh, Catherine Hepburn. Just and then timeless, yeah. I'll do the cool ones. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Cardi B, Melissa Villasenor. So you guys, so pretty much between the two of you, everybody in the audience is going to get a celebrity impression that they know. Exactly. Okay, wow. I'm always surprised when people my age know, like, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Because I grew up knowing who, like, Jerry Lewis was. And wow. I <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her like I have no idea who that is. Just kidding. But, like, yeah. if, but also if it's funny enough, meaning if the voice is funny enough or the content of it, it wouldn't matter too much if mm-hmm. the person knows or not who, who Catherine Hepburn is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we play on that. Like, Catherine Hepburn, I come in as Sebastian Menescalco. <gasps> And then oh uh, Catherine Hepburn sort of has a crush on Sebastian, so that's fun oh, to play with. That's like one of the more interest- interesting shows that I've ever heard because it's like I would love to see interplay between Sebastian Maniscalco and, and any Hepburn at all, yeah. or even any classic It gets pretty character. hot in there, no. <laughs> Yeah, oh my Lord. And so kind of how, you know, how long has that show been running and where can they see it? Like when, when how mm. often is it? Uh, first we worked on it in Jersey, but I always try, that's where I grew up. Uh, but I always try to pull my mom into New York. And we had our first run at the People's Improv Theater. And uh, that was back in 2019. And then we got our second run. And we just did our show last night for it. But we have one Thursday, February 20th, okay. 7 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater. And then... And where is that? Uh, it's, was it, 24th and Lex in oh, Manhattan. Oh, you cool. know, right by that... Was it Gramercy yeah. area? Oh, the beautiful park that nobody can get into? Exactly. Yeah, I just saw that Jim Parsons, dude. Do you have an impression of him? Like, I Not saw yet. him on the street. Like, I don't even watch any of any of his shows. I think he's Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought I saw him, and I, it was a good, and I saw him and the guy he was with. And so I went I went home, and I was like, you know, who's he dating? Who's, he's married to a dude, and he looked just like him. And also, they were right by Gramercy Park where he lives. And I'm like, yeah, that's who lives in Gramercy Park. Exactly. It's, it's like there's a tiny, beautiful park that nobody has a key to mm-hmm. except the people who live around it, like Jim Parsons. And so your People's Improv Theater is near there. Uh, yeah, it's okay. right near there. Okay. I went to Baruch for grad school, Baruch oh, College, cool. and it's right next to it. Oh, cool. And uh, we have another one Thursday, March 26th at 7. And we're looking for, you know, new venues for it. We think it's yeah. very compatible. It is sort of family friendly. It's it's like PG-13, I'd say. So but you could do it anywhere. We really could. And we're looking for places, especially where people will definitely appreciate all the impersonations. Yeah. Because it's not just stand-up and it's not just sketch. It's improv and it's playing with people. You know, you have to have a fun audience. Yeah. Because we're fun. Yeah. So I would almost think like a smaller room, like, uh, you know, QED where we're at. 
has just diversity of programming where I think they would appreciate it. But I would almost think that your room needs to be large because mm -hmm. it's such a, it must be a standing room only show. Like, you know, it must be a Thank theater, you. like a small theater show, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because I mean, you guys, that sounds like just something that I want to see. We both come from performative backgrounds, so oh, okay. it's a very theatrical. That's why I think, you know, Mommy Dearest and Me is such a good name for it. Oh, nice. Yeah, because Mommy Dearest was probably one of those older movies. I mm -hmm. think I remember the title. Joan Crawford. Oh, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Okay, so so now some of the things that you're doing on stage, and they can find these shows at BonnieQ.com. Yes, dot com. Okay, that is my website. Um, I also have... I think I keep my Instagram the most updated. That's BonnieQ52. Yeah, I see a lot of theater pictures. I was like, I think she has a theater background. Yes. But that's probably you at the People's Improv Theater with your mom, maybe. Mm -hmm. I also okay. went to NYU, but I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, on Twitter, uh, at I love BonnieQ. Oh, I came up with that when I was much younger. But now I kind of like it because when people mention me, it's like, yeah. oh, you love me? Uh, I love BonnieQ. Anytime you're tagging me, you just, you're showing your love for me. I love it. Mm -hmm. Now, how um, now are you also doing stand-up independently as your own show? Yes, okay. I have a monthly stand-up show uh, I host and produce. And because my middle name is just the letter Q, uh, it's called That's My Q. Oh, cool. And is there stuff like that? Like, are you also working that into the format of the show where people are asking questions? Like, you know, That's My Q would seem to imply Q for question. Like, oh. I know it's your name as well, but like there might be a couple meanings to it. So what's the like format that. of your show? And who are you getting? Like other impressionists? Uh, I would love to more okay. in the future. I've worked with a couple on like videos and shows. Oh, uh, good. Like if we talk about Saw in the future, yeah, you know, in the future meaning five minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for that one, I try to do just regular stand up. Uh, I'd love to see more music and stuff incorporated oh, cool. with that. But yeah, I've got some interesting people coming on. Um, some friends from the People's Improv Theater. Some that I've seen in shows, and you know, I'd like to be on their shows, yeah. so why not put them on my show first? Yeah, and, and I think there was a rock. I think my, my roommate said she went to a rock and roll comedy show here at QED, and so oh, I know cool. that QED does have, have some of those musicians in, in case you need to recruit for your variety That's show. That's great. It would be like a variety show. You have interest in making it more than just a straight stand up show? Mm hmm. Because, okay. uh, you know, stand up's great, but you know, after the 20th comedian <laughs> <laughs> talking about Tinder, you're like, all right, I want to hear a song about that now. Yeah, oh, that's funny. I would like a song about Tinder. Now, now, yeah, what are some of, how are you working in your impressions to your stand-up act? And I know it, you know, or just, I guess you're doing it with your mom as well. Like, are they mm -hmm. shouting out, like, how would you get into the Maniscalco situation? And let's hear that impression. Like, it's mostly, okay. it's a, it's pretty physical, right? Like we don't have, we don't have video so on you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has to gesture, so she's moving Yeah, I'm back, like, right? I don't want to bang into nothing. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's not the full one that's of it. That's pretty good. Oh, also, the That's My Cue, um, our upcoming one is Sunday, February 9th. Okay. At Tara Rose, which is in Murray Hill. Oh, cool. Uh, great lineup for that. I was kind of doing an anti-Valentine's Day theme, but ah. then it got really weird. It's like asking all these comedians, like, you're single, right? Oh, no. Not a personal question. Business. <laughs> strictly business. Will you date me? No. <laughs> I would never date a comedian. I learned from Ariana Grande's mistake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just don't date Pete Davidson. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I am brunette, so it will happen. Yeah, and you're, so. in, com you're in comedy, and I was thinking if you did a Pete Davidson impression... A friend you, of mine does, and okay. I did Ariana while he did Pete. Oh no, that got awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, like, yeah. So, how would somebody would somebody toss out Sebastian Maniscalco, or is that something you would insert because you have an impression of him? So, for uh, Mommy Dearest and me, uh, we do more of a sketch format where 
I come out first as Ariana Grande, and then I introduce it as her talk show called uh, Grande Deal. Oh, nice. And she just kind of, like, I'm pimping my mom out a little, because I'm like, our first guest is Cher, our second guest, Bernadette Peters, and my mom comes out and does all that. Oh, that's great. Then we switch where she's Catherine Hepburn. Oh, cool. And it's her talk show called Sick Burn with Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, that's perfect. Like, yeah, if she lived today, it would have a name like that. Yes. If my mom or Catherine, no. (laughs) (laughs) But that's cool. And then, so you would do your impressions in which Sebastian Maniscalco could be one of them? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So first I come out, um, Cardi B. And then it's funny because you see that Catherine's like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Melissa Villasenor, who's probably my favorite person oh, she's good. to impersonate right yeah. now. And I like that she does impersonations because yes. I can fit my own Wilson in it oh. and uh, Billie Eilish. And then the third one is Sebastian. Okay. So for that one, if you want me to Please do, do it, any or all. Uh, so Catherine Hepburn says, uh, my next guest is Italian and thinks he's hotter than Sean Connery in a Speedo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sebastian Maniscalco. And then I come out, you know, and I'm like, Hey, folks, how you doing? It's me, Sebastian Maniscalco. You know, I'm actually 100% Italian. I was born in Little Italy. And then I talk about how... First, that's amazing. <laughs> and I hate how he gets so... He leans into it so fucking hard. Yeah. So it's almost like you're not even caricature... You're not turning him into a caricature. It's a straight fucking impression. Yeah. Because he leans too heavily into it now. Mm-hmm. But that is perfect. Thank you. And, and I he's also... probably not. He's from fucking like... You know, I'm from Chicago land too. And so saying you're from Chicago is something you could do while you're in New York City. But mm-hmm. if you're like, I was in Arlington Heights, you know, like it's just that's, <laughs> he wasn't from the main streets of Chicago. I mean, Arlington Heights is just white bread suburbia, I think. Exactly. That's yeah. And funny. I like to say, even though, like, he, I don't even eat in Little Italy. You know, I'm always <laughs> down if someone wants to pull <laughs> He know? says it wrong. Yeah, exactly. What the, f- how did, first of all, that you nailed it because you didn't say Chipotle, you mm-hmm. said Chipotle. Ch- Chipotle. What the fuck is his problem? Why does he do that? It's a rebrand, maybe. I Chipotle, don't know. Chip- I love this Chipotle. Chipotle. It, it, yeah, he does 15 like minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's so h- hilarious, but it's like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he's trying to... I mean, I guess I'm more likely to talk about it, but it was such a great bit on its own that he could have pronounced it correctly and it would have been just as funny. I mean, do you think he knew it was pronounced incorrectly? Like, saying it 4,000 oh. times on the, on the road, you would think that he yeah. would have said it correctly. I wish he would have practiced that and maybe his hosting at the VMAs yeah. a little more. I don't know anyone who would come out with an audience of millennials and just be like, <laughs> my mom's cooking zucchini. Like, who cares? You know, and I mean, it was funny because they had smoke, and I think it was an impression game. Where I mean, like, <laughs> me, well, no, meaning that I had low expectations because everybody was trashing it. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally fired it up, I was like, oh, that's not too bad. I don't care. I mean, of course, the audience probably didn't like it. And so, yeah, so what are, what are some of the other ones? So, yeah, Melissa Villasenor, she was on Comedian in the Cars Getting Coffee, mm-hmm. which I liked because Jerry has one certain comic sensibility that I wouldn't think would overlap with an impressionist. But she's good on SNL. But then you see her on YouTube and she's doing impressions, which are cool, but it's like some of them are dated by now. Mm-hmm. And so how do you kind of, you know, seduce some Melissa Villasenor and try to explain how the fuck you're going <laughs> to nail an impression and then in 20 years if Melissa Villasenor is no longer in the public eye, like, what are you going to do? Are you just going to kind of turn it into a character instead that of an impression? That is an interesting character. Yeah. It's such a, an interesting voice she has, but um, I kind of joke about the way she talks because okay. as soon as I start talking as her, uh, my mom is Catherine Hepburn is like plugging her ears. Oh, cool. So I'll come out and like I'll be her, which is a little, you know, stiff and uncomfortable. Very small, yeah. And it goes with the voice. You know, she's like, 
hey guys, it's uh, <laughs> Melissa Villasenor, and I'm so happy to be here. And then her laugh is really killer. You know, yeah, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I joke that, um, you know, uh, Catherine Hepburn will say, it sounds like you have a frog stuck in your throat. And then Melissa goes, uh, that's actually really interesting because my mom is Sofia Vergara and my dad's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> so don't say it sounds like I have a frog in my throat because that's incest. <laughs> that's actually good, though. That, I mean, meaning like Thanks. that's a solid joke. That's not that's, that's your joke. It's mm. a hilarious joke being told like and you couldn't tell that joke any other way. Yeah. Like, you know, like Kermit the Frog, like sucking sucking <laughs> off the uh, Kermit the Frog. Like, that doesn't make well, sense. Well, when you put it like that. Yeah. Wow. But it's, it's, it's almost family friendly when it's through that lens. And yeah. Then, do, you, do you tell that joke in a PG-13 show? I would tell any joke anywhere wow. as long as I can plug my Instagram afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And see, what, what's like, how would Billie Eilish even sound? Like, oh, yeah. I haven't heard her talk. I try I to avoid do... some of these people talk. Like, I'm working on a longer version. But for that, it's really just the thing from Bad Guy where she goes, Duh. You know, the very, like, it's way more the face. Yeah. And some people, when I straighten my hair, they say, well, this one bartender gave me a free drink. And uh, he's like, yeah, you kind of look like Billie Eilish. So I don't know if he said I was cute or I looked 18. <laughs> so either way, I'm taking that. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, you're taking the drink and he's turned on. I, you just don't know if he's a creep or not. Right? Exactly. And, and so then we, I reported him. <laughs> I took the drink. I dated him. And then when we broke up, I reported him. Yeah, uh, it was are, Pete Davidson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so what are some of the other um, impressions that you do that somebody like me would know? So I guess I'm oh, talking Oh, Owen like, Wilson. Yeah. So, but that's that, And I guess, I guess the question is, when you have an impression, you know, like your vo- voice is one way where it lends itself to certain impressions. And so I would think that you can do all the same impressions that Melissa Villasenora does, mm-hmm. including Owen Wilson. So do you do Owen Wilson as Melissa? And is there a difference? Because uh, that's I one of her famous do... ones, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think hers is so close to Owen Wilson that I don't have to separate the two. <laughs> uh, but I do a stupid little joke where, you know, I can be Owen Wilson and then Owen Wilson's cat. Oh. So Owen Wilson, wow. <laughs> Owen Wilson's cat, meow. <laughs> the same kind of sound to it and you could also like do a thing where you know am i you know am i owen wilson or am i melissa vias and you're doing owen wilson and just kind of play off you know, it's like a great me. think piece yeah almost at me or so that's yeah. so funny and oh, then <laughs> do you find yourself looking at impressionists who do some of the same characters that you do like a melissa vias and saying okay well she does uh sotomayor like she does the supreme court justice maybe i should try that too like is it giving you ideas for other things to do and is there any other impressionist like that like dana carvey used to do a series of voices that i could also kind of do and it led me oh well he does ross perot and i can too or he does george Mm -hmm. bush and i can too is there any kind of tips you're taking from these people and trying new characters as a result i definitely want to look into more of what yeah my impressions like what they do that is a really great idea i've been kind of uh, in the same circle of people. Like, I found out I can impersonate a lot of Jewish men. Okay. Which is great because I like to think that any impersonation I do is sort of like an identity, you know, because I see myself as, you know, if I'm uncomfortable or whatever, Melissa Villasenor, if I'm like blackout drunk, that's Sebastian. Uh, <sighs> not that I'm ever. Uh, I think my mom's listening. No, um, but, well, she's the one who would encourage me to do that. Uh, we got to <laughs> get your mom, cool mom on here. I don't know why she didn't. Yeah, we should have brought her today. She had to drive my sister back to college. Oh, my Lord. Boo. Like, that's important. Yeah, really. She's prioritizing her children. Doesn't she, <laughs> doesn't she care about your career? Yeah, and so, like, you exactly. would. So you would look at some of the things that other people were doing. And then if it gets too dated, that's what I was thinking, like, 
Like that's when I would just do a character, a straight character, and then at the end say, oh, that kind of sounded like mm-hmm. this person. Because when it gets too dated, you, you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be doing Melissa Fia Senior if she's no longer in the public eye. Yeah. When I uh, was in college, uh, my big claim to fame, I guess, was doing Adam Sandler, oh. uh, the impression. Okay. And, uh, and how does that sound nowadays? In, well, it's actually uh, great because yeah. uh, that, that's what made me so happy, like seeing him Back in the mainstream for yeah. uncut gems and stuff. It just I love Adam Sandler so much. But um, when I did this uh, saw kind of a sketch show, I did a video where it was like the SNL style imper- uh, auditions where they yeah. have all the people do the celebrities. I did my own, and then one of them was Adam Sandler, and then. Um, you know, auditioning for Saw, and he had the guitar. This is me doing it. And I would say, um, put down the chain, Sonicar. Let's celebrate Hanukkah. Tell your friend Veronica. She's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, like, them. So they were auditioning for Saw, and I could also see those characters, you know, being threatened by Saw. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. they, they wake up and they're chained from the thing, and I guess that's what they, I guess that's the, the part they would be auditioning for. So I always I, that, loved... That's great, finding a, a way to, and auditioning is a nice way to get all those characters Exactly, in, right? and they have something to always joke about. Like, sometimes uh, people don't want to hear me do Woody Allen, mm-hmm. but if he's in a saw trap, yeah. they're like, okay, I'll, I'll sit through that. You yeah, know? so how do you write that stuff? Because it's just, you know, the incest joke via Kermit the Frog is hilarious. <laughs> and I mean, and are you looking like, okay, I found a piece of comedy, and, and like, I read an article where you should separate your creative from your critical process that way everything just flows and later on when you have your critical hat on Mm -hmm. you can decide what's shit what's good and and what should go where and i would think that like an incest joke you're like well i want to get that in how the fuck do i do it via kermit the frog so kind of what's your uh, writing process as an impressionist and how do you think it would differ from somebody who's a straight stand-up i like playing on things that people exaggerate a lot uh like when i do Ariana Grande. I was actually recently on the Chris Gethard show. Oh, cool. Yeah, as Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that and... on Instagram, right? Oh, good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I poured seltzer into a guy's mouth. That was interesting. <laughs> Chris Gethard's like, I like that. <laughs> I'm like, what about my impression? I straightened my hair for this. <laughs> but um, for that, I kind of think of what's timely. I'm always changing material. So Ariana Grande had this Christmas album that she did before, but then we know that she's single, but she talks about guys a lot. And so I thought, you know, what if she had like a thirsty Christmas album? You know, you know what thirsty means? It means you just really are horny for a dude. Exactly. So she'd be thirsty for Santa Claus or what? Kind of, because I did a bunch of, well, a couple parodies of her songs that made it more, uh, you know, I guess holiday friendly. Like I said, um, Break up with Mrs. Claus because I'm bored instead of... Yeah. And then... That's cool. That's pretty much how she does dating, too. She gets bored. Yeah. She's like, I'm bored now. Let me go get a Pete Davidson and <laughs> and then I'll be something to talk about. Now I'm bored again. That's so great. Yeah. And then I really liked singing... Uh, what was it? Santa, come tie me up and I'll let Rudolph watch it. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, he's so out of my league. Oh, I love that. Yeah. With the red nose would show the way. Oh, Rudolph, <laughs> Rudolph watching, that's hilarious. And so like, do you sit down and, I mean, is it the impression first or the material first when you're writing? I do like to, uh, my poor neighbors, but I love to just go on rants and just, even if I'm brushing my teeth or looking in the mirror, I like to be Sebastian when I look in I the mirror. I love that. And then I can, you know, find something about it that, Somehow I can work in to, that's more relatable. I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. yeah. How, how, how would Sebastian brush his teeth? Boy, you know, I'm not really a Colgate guy, but, you know, I got to do it. My daughter's name is uh, 
was it Serafina? <laughs> but if we get the promotion, it'll be Sugarfina, you know? But that's got to lead to some cavities, which won't be good. I love that because you're like, yeah, growing up, my toothpaste would be crest. And so that's just so funny <laughs> that you can think of that bit while you're doing. And, and I guess that's a time to do it. They say a lot of inspiration hits when you're doing something mindless, like being in the shower or brushing your teeth. Yeah, I don't know why background. people go to Starbucks. I would yeah. just stay in my shower. Yeah. I mean, and you'd be so, I mean, you're just so clean. Even right now, I could smell the cleanness radiating off of you. Thank and you. So, yeah, so if they want to see Mommy, Dearest, and Me, and they want to see all your impressions, uh, are you Bonnie Q across all social platforms? Uh, my website definitely has the, you know, all of it on okay. it. Uh, and that's bonnieq.com, B-O-N-N-I-E-Q.com. And Instagram, bonnieq52. Twitter, I love bonnieq. Yeah. And as far as shows, uh, Mommy Dearest, we got two more shows coming up. Uh, that's my cue, the stand-up show. And, and where's the stand-up show? Is that Tara Rose? Or Tara no? Rose. Okay. It's 384 Third Avenue in Murray Hill. It's really that's cute. Upper East Side? It's um no, Hill? it's near Gramercy. It's like oh, the okay. one above it, Kids oh, okay. Bay, Gramercy area. Like um, was it twenty eighth and third? Oh, okay. And it's really great. It's in the little speakeasy downstairs. Oh, it's nice. adorable. Uh, really glad to have found that place. And are you kind of hosting? Um, mm-hmm. you're hosting and booking. And so are you working in your celebrity impressions in between other comics? I try to. Yes, because yeah, they love... probably mention somebody that you that they don't. They probably don't even have an impression of somebody that they mention, and you just bust one out. Mm-hmm. And even I give uh, because I have a, a work husband that I am extremely devoted to, even though he's engaged and not attracted to women. But you know, <laughs> so I use him. He's the greatest excuse. You know, if a guy's hitting on me, I'll be like, mm, I have a work husband. Uh... Like I can't. But I'll even work in my Australian accent, which I like, and, you know, act as if I am my own work husband. Okay, let me hear the Australian. Because recently, Chris Delia did that. He just did it. He, he was on Comedians. He's such a great Australian. That's yeah, fun. but it's just like I think he had such a high standard in his specials that when he did Comedians, Comedians of the World, it just felt like a little bit of a letdown because it was pretty much <laughs> it was pretty much all that Australian accent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I mean, I thought it was funny the first five seconds, but I don't know that it could hold up the 30 minutes because he was going mm. up, up against some of the, you know, like Mae Martin and some of these other people from, you know, Canada or, or Great Britain or whatever. I guess it's England. I don't know what the fuck it's called <laughs> now. Or Brexit or whatever the fuck that it's called. That place. Yeah, that place. Like that island that's... It's just super small, and I don't know how it got so important. And British. And British. But and I just watched <laughs> all Fleabag recently. But, um, oh, cool. But, like, his thing didn't really stand up. And so I want to hear an Australian accent that gives me hope. You know, mm-hmm. hope, hope again in Australia. I'll tell you what gave me the biggest hope. I guess I'll do it in Australian. Uh, my word to get into it is Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because you get that, and then your tongue is in the back of your throat, and then you can talk like that. So for New Year's, I went to this restaurant, and the host was Australian. So I asked him if this was a good Australian, and he said yes. <gasps> and it was amazing. <gasps> it was so great. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And he so said good. the difference between Australian and New Zealand, Australian stretches it out and is a little pointier, you know, and it's a little more exaggerated. And then New Zealand's a little more <gasps> deeper, and it's a little less uh, cartoonish. It's a depressed like Australian, that. and that's and, <laughs> and you know she's an impressionist when she starts talking about my hook is Jesus Christ. That gets me into the impression, but also something is a little bit pointier. Yeah, I was like, how do I say it? Like hits it higher. And, no one and, can and see t- me point up. Yeah, and, and tongue in the back of the mouth or something like that. In the that. back of the throat. Uh, Throat's a good one. Engaged, like things like that. And so, who are? Is there kind of you know other other masters of the craft like? Um, 
you know, people on Saturday Night I guess Hammond, Daryl Hammond would be one, mm-hmm. you know, an impressionist or, or Carvey. Have you watched any kind of their old interviews to see if they had any tips for where, where to, you know, where everything goes in your mouth and pointy versus hook and things like that? Uh, not too much, but I definitely love uh, Melissa just kills it when it comes to impressions. Uh, and I liked when on YouTube where she would dress like Owen Wilson and do these yeah. like writing out my day kind yes. of thing. And you see how they look like when she did Gwen Stefani. I was like, oh, and then she looked like this, and then she went over there, and she had the very thin eyebrows, like that kind of thing. And I love that she even impersonates Takashi. Yeah, how do you do that? How do you do that? I love that it was You just do a lot of screaming, right? Yeah, and then she had she looked like him, but I love how it didn't really sound like him. (laughs) And I feel like that kind of happens on SNL a little bit, where it's like, you look like the person, it doesn't really matter. Did she she just pop into a sketch? Yeah, she was on the side, and she was like, bitch, I'm stupid! (laughs) I was like... Yeah, maybe he should stay in jail. So. Yeah, because yeah, like nobody knows how he talks anyway, so it's just cool to keep her voice. And so if I also follow you on, and I do follow you on Twitter, and it's I yes, love Bonnie, I love Bonnie Q. Are you going to is you know some of your videos of these impressions going to make their way into your shorter shorter Instagram videos? I'm that definitely going to be shown on, on Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I'm working on posting more videos on Instagram, and it's great because I'm kind of a perfectionist where I want something that is just like that SNL audition video where it's yeah. like perfectly edited. But then I realize. You know, this. I saw this uh, thing where this guy just went to an open mic completely as Adam Driver. Like, ah. And then that, I just loved it so much. So it's kind of like you just have to go for it. Even yeah. if you're Sebastian talking about toothpaste, just do it. Yeah. Just put more stuff out there. I get intimidated because this guy gets so many likes, you know, and I do a better Larry David. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I you know, I just got to go out there and do it more and be more obnoxious because my coworkers, they are tired of hearing it. Yeah, but I, I like, and so we, recently we had on um, Gabe Malika and he just recently did this popular there's this first front-facing, you know, into the camera sort of thing that he did, and he said it was pretty popular for him, and it was him doing the one, the the lines of every boyfriend in Devil Wears Prada, mm. and, and then he just kind of riffed on it and things like that. And he said it was, it, it got a lot of engagement. And I would think that if if I saw on I Love Bonnie Q, it's an Instagram video of sorts that was described as. Sebastian Maniscalco brushing his teeth. Mm-hmm. I would have to fire it up, and I fire nothing up. You know, and so <laughs> I'm, that you. description. You could be that, my manager. Oh, honestly. good. Good. I'm a former lawyer. <laughs> I probably know something. Um, but I mean, have you ever thought? I mean, that could just be the thing that that catapults well, you to the very next level. It's right, just having those just, descriptive things with short videos because you're so good at them. Thank they you. just have to click. on And it. just keeping. Um, a list of what's happening now. It's like Adam Sandler with Uncut Gems. Yeah. You know, I should be doing videos of him maybe reacting to getting Oscars snubbed or yeah. Larry David on the cover of GQ. Yeah. Like I heard that he kind of, you know, he wore his style yeah. on it. And Do you have like, a Larry David? Uh, yeah, I would I would consider it a pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> and then um, if I were to see you do Mommy Dearest, was it Mommy Dearest and Me? Mm-hmm. That's at... The People's Improv Theater. People's Improv Theater, and that's near Gramercy Park. Yeah, it's 123 East 24th Street. Okay, and I can find all these things at I Love Bonnie Q or BonnieQ.com. Yes. And I'm going to do that. And I really hope I see your Sebastian Maniscalco brushing his teeth because your content. And also I got the, the, it because of you now. Yeah, but also the Kermit incest joke. I mean, how the fuck does anybody else put that material in but for an impression? Yeah. And, it's, and your mom is right there just, just looking on with pride. Yeah. I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, Bonnie Q. Of course. Thank you.